Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're watching Across the Spider-Verse. So this movie, man, I mean, let me let me just, you know, let me just tell you from the jump, this movie is amazing. This movie is fantastic. It's really great. So much fun watching it. I just, you know, just a little, you know, I have to start with Into the Spider-Verse. I really liked Into the Spider-Verse and uh it, it was so different from other Spider-Man movies, but it you know also it was also animation style, but and there's a huge debate about whether or not it's the best Spider-Man movie or or not, and a lot of people think it is. Um and I I where I place it is really dependent on not not necessarily my mood, but like what feels right at the time. So I feel like there are certain instances where I feel like the live action Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies speak to me more on occasion. So sometimes the live action, like Spider-Man 2 will speak to me sometimes a lot more than Into the Spider-Verse. And that's because I feel like Into the Spider-Verse, it's like, an, uh, you know, they accumulate a bunch of Spider-Men and put them all together, which is great, you know, and I and I really like that because I already understand the concept. But in watching Spider-Man and Spider-Man Two and and those movies where it's just Spider-Man on his own, solo handling uh, a difficult task, a different uh, difficult obstacle, like it took those movies for me to understand who Spider-Man is, what sacrifices he makes, and what it means to be Spider-Man. So it, it, they're different. You know, but I, I could definitely say that Into the Spider-Verse is definitely a huge shift in storytelling and in animation and in telling uh, the story of Miles Morales and of all the other Spider-Men. You know, I think I think it was very unique and very fun for that. And this movie is no different. So it starts off with Spider-Gwen and it's a long intro and I like it. I like it a lot. And I really like Spider-Gwen. I feel like that kind of perspective is often... I don't want to say overlooked, like they definitely know it, but they haven't really dived deep into it. You know, I'm not that, I'm not that into Spider-Gwen, you know, I'm Spider-Man, Peter Parker kind of guy. And uh, when Spider-Gwen came around, I was like, all right, some, some female, you know, I, I knew about Madam Web from like some of the uh, video games and whatnot and all the other Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Women, sorry. But uh, I didn't know all that much about them. You know, I knew of them and I knew that they would diversify, but I didn't know about them that much. And this movie just kind of showed Spider-Gwen's, you know, piece of the pie a lot more. And I really liked that. I really liked that they started off with her and it kind of showed where the struggle that she was facing. And it's, I feel like it's as, just as much her movie as it is Miles's, but they both come into a, a place where they, they intersect and their stories cross over like they have in the past. You know, they're, they've, They've connected to a point that's very uh, important. So throughout her whole sequence, I was amazed at the animation and the splash of colors that they used. It was like watercolor. The The animation style was very, very fun. And I felt like the it hit you right away when she's playing drums. And it, it just, go, oh, spoilers for this movie. If you haven't watched the movie, go watch it right now, okay? So... Overall, I, I felt like the, that beginning sequence, that whole animation style that they used at the very beginning was so good, and it was very, very important. Now, 
I want to talk about Spider-Man 29. I love Spider-Man 299. I, I really like Miguel O'Hara. Um, I, and that's because I used to play Spider-Man Edge of Time, the video game. I used to play that on the Wii. And dude, that that oh, that video game is the best. I really I, I like it a lot. Uh, so I've I've gotten a I've gotten a, a familiarization. I have a certain nostalgia and a certain love for Miguel O'Hara. That game specific. This movie is he's completely different and he's more broken down. He's more defeated. Um, which you can kind of understand, especially knowing what he went through. But it's kind of I think in his case it's a it's a little bit different. But I, I, I let me. Let me just continue on forward. So, uh, Spider India, or, ah, I'm trying to remember his, like, actual name. I forget, but Spider-Man India was also a great addition. I thought, I thought it was so fun. I thought the, that whole world was completely unique and just inspiring. I, I, I I thought it was great inclusion. Spider-Punk, Hobie Brown. Oh my goodness. The MVP of this movie. I, I can't stop talking about how great he was. I really liked it. I liked him being in the movie. And, um, Miles, Miles really, I mean, he, I just want to say that like watching him and his interactions with his family and kind of like how he talks to them, how he, you know, deals with it. It's so What's what's the right word to say? It's so it's so fresh. It's so it feels so heartwarming. It feels so good. It feels nice to see that kind of heart and also the kind of struggle between him trying to be something and also him trying to trying to protect them. You know what I mean? And it's it's a tough balance. And so I felt like they, they really touched it home. Especially for him. They gave uh they gave him some more family moments. They did this they did the same in into the Spider Verse. And I felt like there was a great heart in that one as well. But in this one, it just kind of, it pushes a lot more into it. And I, I really appreciated that. And certain moments where it felt kind of slow or like, I was like, I was kind of waiting for them to get into more dialogue or maybe a, a different kind of conversation. But uh, when, and when they did, it got, it got good. But when it was like, that silence was there for a reason. And I felt like that was a, a good choice, a good uh, understanding of that. Now, the big conflict is there are certain canon moments. So canon moments are like the things that are meant to happen or things that are supposed to happen for character development. Uh, character development, sorry. <clears throat> Yeesh. And apparently, because his dad is now becoming police captain... His dad's going to die. Like, that's just kind of like the, the whole thing about it. So Miles saved Spider-India's police captain or whatever when he wasn't supposed to, when he went to another dimension or to uh, another reality, another uh, another universe. Yeah, yeah, whatever, a Spider-Verse. And the other Spider-Men need to let it happen because if it doesn't, it could destroy his world apparently because spider 20 spider-man 2099 did the same he took over a, a new world where he had a family and 
a daughter and everything, and his version of himself got killed in that in that universe. So he took over. He he took his spot. And um, I gotta say, brilliant idea, brilliant idea. But in the long run, it it caused the universe to to fade away. It, you know, he destroyed their uh, their universe. He destroyed their world. And he feels tremendous guilt and loss, and he wished he could, you know, a, 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 a wish to take it back or to do what's right. And that's why he kind of leads the multiverse, uh, the Spider-Verse, and the whole people to make sure these canon events happen and that no anomalies happen. Because what he did was an anomaly. He wasn't supposed to save the guy, but Miles did. And in doing so, he created an anomaly where the police captain lives and a whole new story takes place. And because that canon event didn't happen, now it's going to be a whole mess of trouble. You know, their, their world gets completely shut down. So it, it begs the question, right? If you know, like if you know something bad will happen and you do nothing, you know, is the sacrifice really needed or is or you know what's worse saving somebody you know you're not supposed to or neglecting somebody you could have saved right so he knows his dad is has to die or or is going to die and he wants to save him he should save him he's spider-man that's what he does that's what they do they save people they they help people you know and to let him die even when they know he's going to die is wrong you know even if it it does create problems but we're talking about, but that's the problem, right? It's like his life will be lost, but a bunch of other people's lives who did nothing else wrong shouldn't have to pay for that either. So what what do you do? What can you do? Is there is there a real solution to this? And on top of this, we have Spot. Oh my goodness, Spot. I mean, at the beginning, I just thought he was like a goofy beginner villain. But he ended up being a lot more important than I thought, you know. And that bagel scene in the Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, it all just connects so much. And I, I really like that a lot. And I also like how he's the reason why Miles is Spider-Man. He's the original anomaly. Miles Morales is the original anomaly because he wasn't supposed to be bitten by that spider. Spot, as a scientist, brought that spider over from another universe, and that's the one that bit Miles. And that's how this whole thing came to be, how he became Miles Morales because his Spider-Man was supposed to live in his universe, but he died because of Wilson Fisk. And then Miles Morales took over when he wasn't supposed to. So... What does it mean to be Spider-Man amongst other Spider-Men? So, you got Miles Morales, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Punk, Spider-India. You got um, Madam Web. You got uh, you got Spider-Man 2099. Like, they all are heroes. They're all sacrificed. They all have lost something. They have all, you know, uh, came with tremendous responsibility with power, you know, with great power comes great responsibility for all of them, you know. So what does it mean to be Spider-Man amongst the rest of them? And how do you how do you really determine who's who's right for it or not? And and then there's another and as I was watching the movie, I was like, "Oh, snap. So that means there's a, supposed to be a Spider-Man in that 
in that other universe, but there's not. So there's supposed to be no Spider-Man, no Miles Morales Spider-Man in this one. So what is what what, what happens there? And they kind of answer it uh, later on. So Miles. Miles escapes from the Spider-Verse facility or the, the whole place, right? And he escapes to his dimension or what he thinks is his dimension because of uh, the universe's spider he got bit, bit by, he goes to the wrong universe and he goes to universe, I think it's 43, I, I forget, but it's universe 43, whatever, right? And in that universe, there was supposed to be a Spider-Man bit there from that spider, but because Spot, the scientist, moved the spider to Miles's universe and he became Spider-Man and his Spider-Man died and he took over, there was no Spider-Man for their universe. So now it's kind of like a dystopia, right? And that's when he meets Miles Morales. So Miles Spider-Man meets Miles Morales the Prowler. And oh my goodness, that was such a that was such a cool scene to see the I mean, you can just tell that guy has been through a lot. That guy lost his dad as well. That guy you know, he he came up a, a lot differently and it's like which way is right, you know? If if he let his lets his dad die, you know what I mean? This could essentially be who he is or this could be the life that he he led, you know? Who who knows, right? But it it left me on a good cliffhanger. There were also a lot of fun and cool cameos. I liked uh uh, Donald Glover, I thought he was great. They put Andrew Garfield up in there, crying at the death of uh, Captain Stacy. I saw who else? I say they put the the video game Spider Man in there. That was cool. And dude, let me just say again, Spider Punk, uh, Hobie Brown, man. I felt like he just he added something so cool, so different, so unique. At the beginning, I couldn't really understand him that much because the background music was kind of loud. And I, I was having a difficult time just hearing what he was saying. I thought it was because of the speech. And I, eventually I caught on and I could hear him a lot more. But and, and at the beginning, it was kind of like a lot at once. And But shout out to Hobie Brown. Again, shout out to Hobie Brown. I thought he, he had some great moments. He was really funny. I thought he was very much on Miles' side. Well, I guess he was just against the system, really. That's that's what he's all about. But I like that moment where they were like, uh, they were talking to him and he was like, you can't stop me from saving my dad. And he was just like, um, you got to go against the, the system. You got to go against these guys. And then Madam Webb looked at, over at him and was like, Hobie, you're not helping. He's like, good. I was like, yeah, that's right. You know, I thought that was so cool. And he gave up his watch to, uh, to Gwen. Spider Gwen, so that way she could she could help Miles out. So then, uh, like I was saying before, when Miles went to a different universe, he revealed that he's Spider Man to his mom there, but they don't have a Spider Man. So I felt like that reveal was kind of underwhelming. It was kind of like a I don't want to say a cheap shot, but it was kind of like they you know I thought it was going to happen, but then it didn't happen. And it was it was really surprising. It was a little underwhelming for me, but I still liked it. I thought that was a good like twist on it for me. Um, and it it makes me excited for what's going to happen next. And I'm really curious as to how like how do they beat Spot? Like, can you even beat him? You would have to go back in time, maybe. Uh, who knows? Even if he, they did, what would that solve? 
And can Miles come above his anomaly? Can he be spied? Can he come above that? Is that a possibility? And if he's not supposed to be Spider-Man, then, you know, who 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 is he supposed to be? Right? Because he's not supposed to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Peter Parker, the blonde one in his movie, is supposed to be Spider-Man. So if he's not originally supposed to be Spider-Man, then what was his path? What, what, what was he supposed to be? What did he want to pursue? What was going to be his direction? What, what does he want to be? What does he want to do? You know, that's, those are some of the questions I have. And it's, it's an important question that I, I think is important. You know, at, at the end of it all, it's, I, I feel it's about what you, who you choose to be. Miles didn't really choose to be Spider-Man. He just got bit and then everything happened, you know? If he if he was told, you know, if you become Spider-Man, all of these difficulties will come with it. I'm sure he would have dodged it or tried to avoid it or kept away from it, but he wasn't. You know, it just happened to him. It was supposed to happen. And he gets to decide and he gets to choose to be Spider-Man. He gets to decide and choose to do what's right. He gets to decide and choose to, to follow in the footsteps of his mentor, Peter B. Parker, and the friendships he's made with Gwen Stacy, Spider-Man Noir, the, the, the Japan Spider-Man, I forget her name, I'm so sorry, uh, Peter Porker, you know, all of them. He gets to see through example, and he gets to decide for himself. And in the same way, Spider-Man 2099 chose to, to take someone else's life, even if it was an alternate universe's life, instead of making his own. You know, he could, he could have started his own family. He could have gone, you know, stayed in his own universe and chose to, and chose to start his own family and cho choose to decide to have a family, to have a wife, to have a kid, to be happy. You know, he could he could make those decisions, but he feels like this Spider-Man responsibility is holding him back from being happy. And what did that what did that cost him? It cost him everything. It cost him his daughter, his, you know, maybe his girlfriend or whoever. Right. Uh, I, you know, he made a choice and in making that choice, there are consequences. All right. Now, I understand what he's trying to do and he's trying to help other people. He's trying to help other worlds. But I feel like I feel like it's their job to try to help others as much as they can, you know, even if that causes some consequences, there has to be a way to do it. There has to be a way to save somebody and protect the universe. There just has to be, you know, and it begs the question of like, like Spider Gwen was saying this to them is like, we're supposed to be the good guys, you know? And it's like, are they really good if they allow them to die when they could save them? Even, you know, even if it does cost them the world, would that, you know, are they good if they allow that to happen? It's just, it's, it's a tough situation. And it's and it's a question that that really puts you in a in a difficult spot. Is like 
How do we uh, spot? Get it? Can if you knew that somebody you knew, uh, you loved was going to die, and you could save them, or but it would cost you the world, or you don't save them, let things happen as they're supposed to, or like what they tell you. See, that's the thing is like, how do they know that's supposed to happen? They don't take into account human anomalies, human uh, activism, human opportunities where they could save a life, an average citizen becoming a hero. Like Spider-Man's not the only hero, right? Like Spider-Man, you know, everybody wants to be, he's a superhero because he has superpowers, I guess. But the, the hero aspect, anybody could be a hero. Anybody could save the captain, right? It's not just, it's not just Miles. So what would it take for that? And so, since Miles Morales' whole existence as Spider-Man is, anom is anomaly, maybe everything he changes, or, you know, any anomaly in his universe is possible. Because it just, you know, happened. Right? Be oh, well, somebody else did tamper with it. So they're, they're the real problem. But, let's say... Let's say for the sake of discussion that because he's an original anomaly, he's not supposed to be Spider-Man in his universe. Maybe everything that he's done up until that point has been a canon moment. Maybe that was supposed, you know, that that little change was supposed to happen. And yes, another universe suffers and has consequences because of that. But maybe this is all a part of a plan, you know? And because of that, anything he changes or any choices he makes is completely up to him. So, other than that, I thought Sp Miles Morales versus all the other Spider-Man was really fun. I thought it was so much fun. It was so cool. And Miles being Spider-Man, wasn't he didn't decide. But deciding who he wants to be or the man that he wants to become... It's so important as well. So watching this movie, it's just, you really feel it. It's about him, not just being a kid with superpowers. Or, sorry, don't say, don't say kid. Don't call him that. It's about him deciding for himself who he wants to be. You know? Spider-Man, yes. He, he's Spider-Man no matter what at this point. You know, unless they take his powers away. Ooh, dang. Who knows, but he's meant to be Spider-Man, or he is Spider-Man. So what other kind of a man does he want to be? Who does he want to be? Who does Miles Morales want to be? What's the perfect balance and the best possible version of himself that he can be? You know, it's not just being Spider-Man. It's also being Miles Morales. It's about being a son. It's about being a friend. It's about being of service to other people. And that could be any number of things. So overall, when you watch this movie, get ready for some fun action sequences. Get ready for some funny, quick banter. Get ready for some tough challenges, some tough choices. And get ready for, I mean, it's visually beautiful. I, I really, I liked it a lot. I like looking at, I, you know, I thought it was great from beginning to end. The animation is so unique. It's so different. It's so 
really great choices from the animation team. And you can tell that they spent a lot of time on it to get it just right. I felt it was everything about it looked incredible. I thought the story was also really good. I, I, the, the only problem, if I, if I had any critique of the movie, is that it's part one of two. Um, just because I, I like stories that end or like come to a, a, a full conclusion. You know, like, let this be the end of the movie. Instead, it leaves us on kind of like a cliffhanger. And now I have to wait any number of years for them to come out with the next one. And it just feels like a bit of a, not, not a waste, but it's just like, it's a, a little bit of a gut punch. You know, it's kind of like, oh, dude, I, I, I really like the movie, but now I have to wait for it. You know what I mean? Whereas, uh, you know, come a few years time and the n next movie comes out, then it's all like, oh, it's all good. But like... Uh, and then everything after that is just like really great. But, you know, during that time, I, I, I just feel like I wish we got a full conclusion to the movie and say we got left on a cliffhanger. And it's why part one, part two movies aren't so popular nowadays or don't do as well as they usually did in the past. So overall, when you're watching Spider-Man across the, the, uh, the Spider-Verse, have a fun time, you know, and, and definitely watch Into the Spider-Verse first. Watch that movie, and then you watch this movie, and you're going you're gonna to see, uh, you're gonna see some shifts. You're going to see a lot of big changes. You're also going to see um, more in-depth of, of each Spider-Man and, and why certain things happen and take place in the first movie. And uh, little Easter eggs here and there, I guess. But other than that, just enjoy it, have fun, and kind of think about the idea of if you were Spider-Man, would you sacrifice somebody you knew you could save, or would you risk it and save them anyway? Other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you guys all next time. Thank you.